Have you ever struggled to keep your head above water? I have to tell you, you're not alone. In fact, at the time of this recording, in this particular week, in this particular month, I felt the same way. And you, my friend, are definitely not alone. Now, we all struggle with different things at different times. But I have to tell you, there is a common theme that I see with a lot of business owners. It doesn't matter how long you've been in business. It doesn't matter how many followers you have. It doesn't matter how much money you make in business. There is a desire, and that is to get more followers. On any type of social platform, people want more followers because followers have the potential to become leads and leads have potentials to become conversations which lead to conversions. And who doesn't love a conversion? We love sales. Now, I understand that there've been a lot of changes on social media platforms, everything from Facebook to YouTube to Instagram and everything in between. And with those changes, well, there comes feelings, kind of like an undercurrent of overwhelm. And if I'm being honest, as business owners, these changes, man, they kind of they kind of screw up our strategy, our trajectory. It's like, oh, finally, when we're feeling good about the marketing approach that we're taking or building out our plan, boom, something goes and changes. In fact, you know, a few months ago, Instagram changed that your Instagram reels could be from 60 seconds to up to 90 seconds. And so some people felt a certain way about it. And then Instagram announced that they were testing making all videos reels. Now, that is just a test, at least at the time of this recording. But oftentimes we build out things as if it's certain and if it's fact. But I am here to tell you, it's not just social media. Everything in life changes. The best entrepreneurs bend, don't break. That was something my dad always taught me. He's like, I want you to be Gumby of life. And I was like, Gumby. And then he went through and he showed me this cartoon, a claymation cartoon of this green character who was made out of clay and he was notoriously bendy. And he's just like, Jasmine, I want you to bend and not break. And so how about when we start this conversation on the podcast, let's focus on bending and not breaking because there's just too many things we can't control in our life. And so we're going to contextualize this conversation towards bending and not breaking when it comes specifically to getting more Instagram followers. Because the cold hard truth is this, these changes will always keep coming and we will always have to adjust our approach. It's just going to be common. This is what we're going to do. However, the good news is that with these changes, comes new opportunities when we change our perspective. We need to welcome them in and say, I'm going to bend like I'm doing the limbo. I'm not going to break. Okay. So it doesn't matter what you sell. I would bet that you want more exposure, right? And you probably want more people talking back, AKA engagement, and you want more conversations and you want more sales. Boom. While we want all of those things, there's one thing that's important to remember. We have to show up for few people. In fact, I'm going to say for the few, the few, right? Like T-H-E, we got to show up for the few. And I, at this particular point, before I talk about getting more, we have to be thankful for what we have. It's not as if the patterns we create now are going to change if we get more. Like once I get a thousand followers, then I'll show up. It doesn't work like that. We have to show up for who we have. My dad also said, and I've said it on the podcast before, dance with the boy who took you to prom. 
Like we could, we could sit here and wish, mm, I wish the quarterback invited me to prom. And number one, I didn't go to the prom with the quarterback, FYI. I happily danced with the boy who asked me to prom, which turned into my husband. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I look at my husband like I invested in good stock. I, I legit, I legit do. And and he says the same about me. It's just like, baby, you were like, you were like Apple before Steve Jobs, you know? It's like, you, I, I, I invested in you like Google out of the garage. Like, we talk about equity. Why don't we invest in the people who are following our accounts the same way? You don't know. You have the Apple, you have the Google, you have the Tesla, you have the Amazon sitting right there in your followers. We just don't know it yet. And okay, fine. People are going to come back and be like, oh, but the stock market, Jasmine. Listen, listen. Are those stocks worth more now than they were 10 years ago? Yes. And as we cultivate the followers we have, it will likely be the same. I want you to build a foundation with the people who are interested in you now. Now, of course, you want your audience to be bigger. I want the same thing for you if that's what you want. But you have, like, even if there's just one person, that person's paying attention to what you have to say. You have the opportunity to start building that foundation. So we're going to choose to change our perspective. We're going to choose to go deeper. We're going to choose to be thankful for who is that. We're going to choose to be thankful to even be dancing at the prom. Okay. Because once you serve that audience well, then you can expand. Okay, so now that we have the foundation there, now that my dad has officially got his shout out for the wise lessons of being Gumby and dancing, like I now, now let's vision Gumby dancing at the prom. Okay, now we're there. Let's get into the, my, oops. Now that we're there, let's get into my top Six tips. We're just going to break this down. I want to keep it simple. I want to keep it actionable. Tip number one is to optimize your Instagram bio. Now, I know I've shared this on the podcast before, but oftentimes, and even studies have shown that people need to hear something like seven times before they actually make a change. So consider this time number five. You're going to hear it twice more. Promise you that. Maybe not in this episode, but in future. I've shared it on the podcast, but The best way to increase your discoverability and get more followers is by getting extremely clear with your Instagram bio. So I'm going to quickly recap how to optimize it. When I'm looking at your bio, I'm looking for a few things immediately. Now, studies have shown we have just a few seconds. If somebody comes across your account on the explore feed or somebody says, oh, I followed this person. When somebody goes to your profile, yeah, they're going to look at the photos, but they want to be able to contextualize what it is you do. Who are you about? And your bio is supposed to do that. So why don't we optimize that bio and get it clicking immediately? I want to start with a title. How do you want people to describe you? If you're a wedding photographer, a virtual assistant, a real estate agent, I want you to use the most basic terms possible. I want you to explain it like I'm five years old. Now, if you use language that like a typical, like your dream follower, you're like, oh, this follower would be so perfect because they'd become a customer. If if they don't understand the language that you use to describe your business, and like if they're kind of like wondering even a little bit, what what, what do you do? Like, what do you sell? Whoa, you're gonna have a lot of problems making sales and increasing your follower count. A little pro tip here is put this title along with your name in the name field for extra discoverability, like A, such as Jasmine Star dash business strategist, or Cindy Fowler dash St. Louis florist. Ah, so when people search for your title on Instagram, you'll show up. That's a little pro tip. Okay. The second thing I want in your bio is listing the benefits. 
in the land of social media, specific in Instagram, your bio has to be benefit driven. There's like too many people who are doing what you do. There's too many business strategists. There's too many wedding photographers. There's too many graphic designers. There's a lot of people doing exactly what it is you do. So we want to make sure that you list why somebody would follow you as a benefit to them. Now, an example of how to lead with benefits in your Instagram bio include, oh, well, maybe if people follow you, you help them save time. You help your followers make more money. You are inspiring your audience to join a movement. Like You want to tell them what's in it for them so people are going to be more excited to follow you. The next thing in your Instagram bio should be your audience. Who is your account for? Now, here's where I want you to be specific because on Instagram, riches are in niches, y'all. So if you are a life coach for postpartum moms, okay, or if you're an essential oils distributor for families interested in holistic living, What we want you to do is identify your audience with a language that resonates with them. So when you tell people who your account is for, then it feels tailor-made for them. And then they're going to be more likely to follow you. There's an account that's for millennial entrepreneurs in the Midwest. You could still follow that account. But if you're a millennial entrepreneur in the Midwest, you're going to be like, dang, I want to hear more from this person. Why? We value driven focused and highly specific content. And the more that somebody looks at that and says, that's me, they're much more primed to become a sale. The next thing we want in your bio is your contact information. And listen, I know this is like so basic. Y'all, I cannot tell you how many times it is not included. Now I get it. People just assume, oh, well, if somebody wanted to get to know me or wanted business information, they would DM me. Yes, but no. Specifically, now that Instagram is tiering its messages in that if you've communicated with somebody before, it ends up in your main inbox. But then you have message requests. And then you have another inbox for what Instagram suspects as spam. I can't tell you how many times, y'all, I reach out to users of Social Curator to like send them a message, like ask a question, see how it's going, see if I can make their experience any better. And I, my account gets into spam nine times out of 10. You have no idea how many people might be trying to get in contact with you and you're like, I'll check my spam tomorrow. It's like 48 hours past. So what I'm saying is you want to make it available for the quickest way in multiple ways. Like in my Instagram bio, I list an email address. Why? A real human looks at that at least twice a day, every business day. So I want contact information that makes it easy for me to contact your business. The last and final thing that would go in a really optimized bomb Instagram bio would be a free gift. Now in your exit link, right? We get one link on Instagram. So we want to make sure that it's really good. Oftentimes I will see an exit link, which is awesome. Like it's like to a YouTube promotional video or a link to like perhaps a Forbes article that you were featured in. That's amazing. But what I really, really love seeing business owners do is find a way to give a free gift. This is like a resource that you think your dream customer would really love. It could be an ebook. It could be a PDF. It could be video, like a private video that you get access to. It could be a free course, anything that's going to make a new follower want to immediately go deeper. So at the time of this recording, but by the time this podcast drops, it might be different, but I'm just going to use it as an example. In my exit link, I give a free gift. It's a free seven-day Instagram planner for sales. And then I list the link, socialcurator.com forward slash content planner. 
And I can't tell you how many people are clicking on that link. So we can see how many people are clicking on an exit link. And I think to myself, this is really driving home a point for my followers. No, I have seen, y'all, just this past week, we have seen two people completely rip off and copy social care, like using our resources. And it's it's never fun to have our legal department send cease and desist letters. Like it's really like bad form. But one thing that I've noticed is I'm like, often duplicated, never replicated. People can use, I'm telling you that content planner, it was just this past week where we had sent a cease and desist and no response. Our lawyer followed up. And then I was like, you know what? I'm a human and I'm going to reach out to this other human. And so I sent her a DM and I said, hey, I don't want to drag legal into this, but you literally copied and pasted, like she used the content planner. She screen grabbed the content planner and then put it into a PDF with her copyright on it. Like it was, it was, she didn't even bother to retype out the content. She just screenshotted it. And I sent her a DM and then I realized that a lot of my messages go to spam. So then I went and I left a comment. Now I could have left a comment, girl, stop ripping us off. I said, Hey X, my name is Jasmine Starr. I sent you a direct message. Can you please check it? And then 24 hours later, because I had said the content needs to be removed within 24 hours or we have to pursue legal measures. And she's just like DM'd me and said, I uh, will have it removed. And I said, okay, are you confirming that it has been removed? She confirmed that it's been removed. How did we go here? I don't know. It wasn't in my notes, but there was somebody out there who needed to hear that. I'm just going to trust that somebody needed to hear that it is difficult to put so much hard work into something to have somebody rip it off. But I have to believe that somebody out there really needs the content planner. And I'm not going to let one bad apple or a few bad apples, let's be real, ruin the entire bunch. This is why when you have a good free gift, it drives traffic and gets attention. So that's what I think should be included in your Instagram link out from your account. So for that boss buy, we're going to optimize to get new followers primed as potential customers. In that, we want our title, benefits, audience, contact information, and free gift. Okay, now that was just tip one. Okay, this is just tip one of getting more Instagram followers. Tip number two is to create relatable content. With every piece of content you create, I want you to think, hey, does this invite people to get to know me better? We want to build that know, like, and trust factor. Now, the goal of everything you create, it should be, it should do one of two things. Now, not everybody agrees, but I strongly believe in this. The content you put out should attract or repel. That's it. They're very common that I will put out a podcast, an Instagram post, a blog post, a video that somebody's like, I don't like that. And it repels them, to which I respond, good. I know that what I just said, it might send like a little shockwave through you because all we want to do is connect with every single person that comes our way. I get it. But the reality is you won't be for everybody. When you go to the grocery store and you walk down an aisle, do you want everybody to be like, I like you, I want to follow you on Instagram? Of course not. Of course not. When you drop your kids off at school, not every parent is like, oh my God, there goes Sharon. I want to be her friend. Let's go to coffee. Of course not. But then for some reason on Instagram, we think that that should be normal. No way. It is okay not to be for everybody. I want you to own. This is who I am. This is what makes me unique. And then I want you to release the outcome. Put things out there that drive, that serve, and that excite your dream customer. 
And then you just have to realize that not everybody is your dream customer and that is okay. So if you're wondering what types of content, like what kind of, what's going to draw in the right people? In Social Curator, we teach how to establish content pillars around your area of expertise. And so then boom, you could talk about it at the drop of a hat. A lot of times people have a hard time coming up with content because they're just like, yeah, but what is the thing that I talk about? And so we drill down with an exercise. What are your pieces of content? What are your content pillars? Boom. And then all of a sudden, once you identify that, you're like, hey, I do know how to talk about this in an easy way that gets people excited. Great. Now, what you want to do is share what you hope to be known for and then give advice, right? So the content we're putting out is what we want to be known for. Tip number three to get more followers that are primed to become customers is to use relevant hashtags or keywords. Now, I don't know if you know, but if you don't know, now you know. Instagram captions are searchable. Beyond just the hashtag, this is like a really great way for people to discover you. The copy. So now when somebody's going to the search engine and they type in words, it doesn't have to be a hashtag if those words are listed in your caption. That's powerful, friends. This is why captions matter. I know we see a lot of influencers who will type like, gone for the weekend, BRB. And you're like, how are they getting thousands of comments? It's a different, this is writing long form captions is not necessarily for an influencer. They run a different way and they produce in a different way. I'm talking about business owners. Our captions matter. Now, in addition to your captions being searchable, the strategy for hashtags and caption keywords are going to be the same. You want to use these hashtags and keywords that would attract your dream customer, but we have to also contextualize them for what you're sharing. Okay. For example, if you share a photo of waves crashing along the shore and you're a therapist, please don't use the hashtag, hashtag beach or hashtag ocean, right? Like that's so vague. If somebody's actually searching the hashtag beach and you're talking about your therapy, it's not contextualized for them. What we want to do is contextualize that photo for your ideal client and your business. So what does this look like? You might reference how your coaching can calm the storm that exists in their life by using hashtag grief counseling or hashtag marriage therapist to talk about how a wave relates to your business. So within the caption, you might use the same phrases, but expound upon the benefits of your services. Okay, so what we did is we changed hashtag beach, hashtag wave, if there's a photo of a wave, to hashtag grief counseling. If you're going through the stormy waves of life. Ah, okay. So now what we're going to do is we're going to start honing in specifically what somebody might be looking for. Number four of how to get more Instagram followers and help them turn into customers. Create Instagram reels. Okay. (laughs) I know you're like, no, listen, reels are here to stay. There is no if, ands, or buts about it. And I know it's not a secret, but I I say it because listen, I'm going to say what I see as the current trends so we can leverage them. And guess what? Those trends, they're going to change in the future. So what we're doing is we're becoming Swiss army knives of creating content that is relevant in marketing. That's it. I'm just going to call it how I see it. So I don't know if video, specifically reels or TikToks or short form video, I don't know if it excites you or motivates you or perhaps on the complete flip side, you're like, oh, please, no, no, please, no. (laughs) However you are, you're in the right place because with the tips I'm going to share, you are going to be camera ready. Like, And there's more good news. When you incorporate reels into your social media marketing, your discoverability, your views, your 
engagement, all of that's going to increase because like the, the stats are in. Followers want to see reels. Now, I want to take the first couple seconds here to kind of take out the guesswork. Like you're here and you're like, okay, maybe I'll get into it. Maybe I'll try it again. Let's take the guesswork out. Like your video marketing game, your reels game, your TikTok game, like three tips that are going to help you do that. I want you to use the first three seconds to grab your audience's attention with a strong hook. Like for example, you can add a poll sticker right at the beginning of your reel. And when somebody votes, on the reel, because they can, it's an indication to the algorithm that somebody's actually engaging with your content with a higher likelihood of Instagram showing more of your future content to them. Heck yes. So in that first three seconds, maybe you do an engaging transition. Maybe you start with a very strong hook, like the three secrets to finding your soulmate, depending on what it is you sell, right? You want to start using those first three seconds as the most valuable thing in that video content. Another very, very simple way for your reels to get discovered would be to use trending audio. When you use trending, y'all, trending audio is a little, it's a little, it's a little God week. So when you're using trending audio, it could be somebody else's voiceover. It could be a song. It's going to allow you to get in front of more people because people will actually search by way of a song. It's using a trending audio is just another way to get discovered. Now, I have noticed, and it could change depending on what Instagram is indexing in the algorithm, but I have a tendency to mix up the length of my videos. I might do a 30-second video or 45-second video, but I've noticed that like a sweet spot, if you can get your entire reel done in less than 15 seconds, there's a higher likelihood for somebody to watch it again. When you're creating like a 75-second reel, that's great. But the likelihood of somebody watching a 75 second reel four or five times, which is what reels are optimized for, goes down. Shorter reels, get if you can get your point across in 15 seconds, get it across in 15 seconds. Okay, so there you have it. Like I hope I hope making reels like tip number 4, make more reels. I hope it's not as hard with those three tips. I understand that it's difficult and it's not for everybody, but I'm here to say it doesn't have to be as difficult. And I want it to be for more people because I want your business to win. Okay. Last and final tip to get more followers on Instagram is to position yourself as an authority. And I know that when I say this point, uh, half of the listeners are like, heck yeah. Yeah. All right. High five. Chest bump. And then (laughs) a lot of podcast listeners are like, that's not me, at least not yet. And I'm telling you that you are absolutely an authority. If you know 10% more about the subject matter that your business sustains, you can position yourself as an authority. I don't need you to be an industry authority or a peer authority. You need to be authority for your followers. And the best news is that you don't need to know everything in order to establish your expertise. In fact, 10% more than the person you're speaking to is great because you could teach them something. Now, regardless of where you are in like, oh, my level of wisdom is that expert. No, you have something to offer to people who are a little or a few steps behind you. You don't need to be the finish line. You don't need 40 years experience. You don't need degrees. You just need to be a couple steps ahead of your followers. So how do you show people what you know? And how do you show them the knowledge that you have? Well, the easiest way to do this is on social media. But I was saying this same point before social media existed. God, I sound old. I really sound old when I just said that. I'm like, grandkids, 
hustle around. There was a time where blogging was like the thing. And I was still saying, write blog posts. And then there was a time where Twitter came around. And I was like, at the time, it was 140 characters. Now, they've expanded since then. But I was like, use 140 characters to showcase your expertise. And then Facebook came around and you didn't have character limits. And I was just like, share your expertise in the shortest amount possible and add a photo. Like whatever is the next thing, I'll say it because we all have something valuable to share and it becomes a valuable business asset because your content, what you put out is your credibility. If you're saying people aren't hiring me, I'm not getting enough leads. I always go to whatever you put out. People cannot have an opinion about you or your business if they're not consuming what it is you're putting out there. So your content, what do people see on your feed? What do people see in your online portfolio? I want you to share what you know and I want you to share it freely. You don't have secrets. Unless you are a patented rocket scientist, you probably don't have secrets. Now you probably have a way of doing something and you want to protect it, but I'm telling you that if you don't talk about the special things that you do, nobody's going to buy it. Nobody's going to buy it. And I have to tell you, for every time that we have been ripped off by our content, I look at what that other company or that business owner is doing. And I think to myself, yeah, it absolutely hurts that you did this, but you can't do it how we do it. You just can't. You can't do what we do how we do it. And here's the better news. Nobody else can do what you do like you do. Period. The end. I stand by that. So if I stand by it and I believe it, I really do mean share what you know. That's how you become an authority. Lastly, and finally, is be consistent. I know. You're like, this episode, Jasmine, I'm done. I'm done with you because you're just annoying. Your advice is annoying, and it makes me feel like I have to do more work. Mm, No. No, I'm just asking, what are your aspirations? Because whatever your aspirations are, you need to map your actions to that. If you say you want more Instagram followers, you're going to have to change your approach because change is the only way you actually get changes. Like, oh, deep thoughts coming in hot, right? (laughs) Like, come on, girl. I really mean it. You can't expect to do the same thing you're doing now and the like the universe is like benevolent with you. Oh, you know what? You've been pretty mediocre on Instagram showing up once every other week. You know what you deserve? 300 more followers. Boom. Doesn't work like that. You actually have to be consistent to understand what does your followers want? What piece of content actually turned into somebody sending you a DM or somebody asking more about your business? You get tired of hearing it, I know. But if consistency wasn't the ticket to achieving what you wanted, I would literally get off the soapbox. I would literally stop talking about discipline and consistency as the basis of a business. I would. But it is the basis of the business. I have seen again and again, mediocre business owners in mediocre businesses thrive and turn it into success on the back of discipline and consistency. I have seen the most talented businesses, like a product or a service that I'm like, this is incredible. And I couldn't get people to buy because the amount of content that needed to be created for leads the amount of content that needed to be created for industry authority, the amount of content that needed to be created so that people knew who they were. They weren't in that game and the business closed its doors. I am telling you that discipline and consistency is far better than motivation or the world's best product. Now, I understand that you might not love the thought of creating content. 
And I'm here to tell you, I don't know very many business owners who do. I, let me let the record state, I don't like creating content for my business in any capacity that people think I do. I always remind myself every day before I create content, I'm very fortunate to create content, that this content will help and empower somebody, that this content will build the business that I believe that God has destined me to. All of those things are true and I still don't have to like it. But I have done hard things to get what I want. I have done things I don't want to do to get what I want. That is discipline. And then when I do things that I don't want to do to get results I don't have again and again and again, that's consistency. It's discipline and consistency. I don't want you being interested in running a business. I want you to actively pursue a business. It is an active pursuit that leads to consistency. It is an active pursuit. This consistency that we are actively pursuing with discipline, ah, that's what leads to momentum. And momentum, I'm telling you, when you have momentum, you feel it in your bones. But baby, you don't get momentum if you ain't willing to push the rock. In order to get a rock to come down a hill, you got to push the rock up the hill. Ooh, that ain't even in my notes. It just came to me. Right now, I am telling you, I am pushing up a big rock, up a big hill, and I am telling you this discipline and consistency, it doesn't feel good. I don't like it. I want to quit. Should I... Is that too honest? I feel like it's a little too honest. I know you probably tuned in and be like, I'm going to feel good after Jasmine's podcast. And I'm telling you, baby girl, honey child, boyfriend, girlfriend, best friend, I want to quit. But I won't. It's really hard right now. But I've done hard things in the past to get where I want to go. It doesn't feel great. It gets results. That's it. It gets results. And you're going to have to do things a little differently to stand out from the crowd. And the easiest way to stand out from the crowd is to be disciplined, to be consistent. If you're ready to take action and create content that is both engaging and discoverable, join my upcoming free class, seven-day content plan in just 30 minutes. So in this class, I'm going to walk you through. Mm, it's going to be good. We are going to have a juicy step-by-step content plan that focuses on engagement because your followers should be talking back to you and they should be sharing your posts. We're also going to cover my proven posting strategy to get more followers, aka we're going to turn them into future customers. We're also going to talk about how we can be smarter and not work harder with the time that we have. However little time you have, let's maximize it. You could head to jasminestar.com forward slash seven days, or you can click on the link in the episode description to save your seat. And soon you're going to start getting those followers and more sales in no time because you have a strategic plan of consistency and showing up. I can't wait to see you there. 